When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, um, we've got a big man, a big man on the on the show now. I've been waiting for this, and he is coming up to a milestone on Friday night. He plays his 400th NBL game. How many did you play, Marzi? Uh, 525. Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say 526, but anyway. A seven-time MVP of the Adelaide 36ers. It's the big man, DJ. Daniel Johnson, welcome to Sports Day. Hey, guys. How's it going? Very good, DJ. Um, firstly, mate, congratulations. It's a huge milestone, and uh, um, I'm sure you've got a few more to go, more than 400, maybe catch Marzi one day. Oh, I don't know about that, but um, hopefully <laughs> a few more there. Uh, DJ, DJ I'll, sorry, I'll jump in. Um, did you ever think, uh, little kid growing up in Carnivan in WA, that, uh, A, you'd make it into the NBL, but then be able to go on to such a – a great long 400-game career, plus more to come. Um, what was the dream? I mean, growing up, I, I didn't know a whole lot about basketball and the pathways, to be honest. Um, you know, I was kind of the first one in my family to play it seriously at a club and, and all that. So, yeah, I was kind of just learning as I went. But, um, you know, once I realised, you know, the NBL was the big league and, and watching games like that, um, I mean, even my first couple of years in the league, I, I still – Probably wouldn't have picked playing 415 years in the league. So, it's yeah, it's definitely something special. Now, you started uh, – you went to the AIS in, in 2006. Do you, what do you remember about that experience? Oh, it was, it was a bit of a shock at the start. Um, you know, hadn't been in that professional environment, um, you know, to that capacity where just all day, every day is basketball and, and you know, just teaching you the right way to go about it. So, yeah, it was a bit of a shock, but, um, you know – it's the right place to be and it, it teaches you pretty quick, um, you know, the right things for what you have to do to get better. And yeah, I think it helped me in the long run. DJ, you started with the Tigers in the NBL and then came to Adelaide. What was it at that point that drew you to come to Adelaide and you've stayed here ever since? Um, what was that process in getting you to Adelaide like? Oh, I remember when Marty got the job, um, he just kind of reached out and said he wanted me to come, come over and, uh, you know, he thought he could develop me further. And, you know, I'd played for Marty at the Institute, obviously. And, you know, I know he's he's pretty hard on young guys, but he definitely develops them really well. And I just wanted to get to work and, and get better. Um, I felt after my time in Melbourne, I just, I wasn't at the level I wanted to be at. And I knew if I came to Adelaide, um, he'd, he'd get me right, which was good. And um, married to Daniela, um, she's been through this ride um, for the most part with you. Um How's uh, how's the process for this 400th game going? Is she going to cook you up a big pre-game meal, get you ready? I know um, the Italian background there should uh, should be cooking up something good for you, I would have thought. Yeah, I might have to, might have to wait till after the game with all the Italian <laughs> It's a bit heavy, but um, <laughs> uh, she's good. She might let me have a little sleep in on Friday, which will be nice, and uh, look after uh, our son, which will be nice. But, um, no, nah, she's been great along the whole journey, and, very supportive and, and kind of lets me go out there and, and, and play and um, takes care of everything else on the side, which has been great. 
before we get too far into your NBL career, you've also played all over the world, which people may not know. You played in Puerto Rico and Poland, Iran, Argentina, Japan. Um, any good experiences and maybe some bad experiences from, from playing overseas? Oh, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Um, as Marty knows, I'm sure there's just different things going on in different leagues. But, um, no, nah, I think you know, every experience has taught me different things. And, you know, I'm really grateful I've had the opportunity to do that and, and see the world a bit through basketball. And, um, yeah, just go to some places that I probably never thought I would have been to and, and just, you know, realise that most countries, the people are great and the experiences are great. And, um, yeah, it's just special to be able to play basketball. Where was Where was the best place you played overseas? Uh, for me, it was probably Japan. Um, like we we're in Tokyo, and it's, it's just a great city, and um, yeah, just so much to do. And we we're only there for a really short time, so probably not enough time to really do it all. But no, I really enjoyed it. Interested to know, DJ, you won silver at the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham. What that experience was like for you? Um, it's a, a new sport that's um, really growing quickly at the moment. I, uh, how'd you find that experience and the uh, the village, etc.? No, I really enjoyed it. Um, it kind of just came out of nowhere in the off season. Um, just kind of got approached to do like a couple of the camps, and I never really thought of it before. But as soon as they mentioned Con Games, I was like, you know, it's probably the the chance I've been waiting for to actually go to a major tournament like that. So um, yeah, to go away was just a great experience. Um, the people that were involved in that were. We're just great people, and, and I just really enjoyed my time there. Um, would have been nice to get the gold, but um, you know, it's still good to, to come away with a, a silver and, and something that I think is pretty special. Is that medal in the sock drawer, is it, Deej? Uh, it's up in the cupboard at the moment. Um, <laughs> the little man running around, he, he kind of gets in every drawer, so yeah, it's up high. Uh, what about your first game for the 36ers? Uh, what do you remember, remember about stepping out? at, uh, well, on Brett Maher Court, it would have been at that time, wouldn't it, Marcy? Or was it before then, before they named the court after you? Not sure. Yeah, not sure. <laughs> All right. What do you remember about your first game for the Sixers? Uh, I don't remember too much about it, to be honest. Um, I remember I wasn't playing a whole bunch that, that first year. I think I was back up behind uh, Adam Ballinger, who was, who was really good at that stage, one of the top five guys in the league. So I wasn't playing a whole lot, but... Um, yeah, I just fell in love with the city. I fell in love with the club and, and the support that, that we get here. And, um, yeah, it's just been special to be on that journey. 400 games, DJ. Is there any specific ones that stand out in your mind as being just absolute crackers that you loved for either your own performance or the crowd? Any ones that stick out? Oh, probably the two grand final series we played in were, were pretty special. Um, you know, the groups we had were really close groups and and guys that I'm still friends with to this day. So, um, yeah, those are just great experiences. Obviously not winning hurt at the time and sucks. But, um, yeah, still just going, going through those uh, those grand final series are, are pretty special. I want to ask you about Joey Wright. He was a coach for seven years. Um, he could be quite tough on players. And I have a bit of inside knowledge here. He was quite tough on you at times. But do you think that brought the best out of you? Uh Sometimes it did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's not listening. Joey, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, no. Right. Uh, Joe, Joey's good. Like he, he definitely held me accountable, um, as he did with everyone, which was which was good. And you know, we had a lot of success with him coaching the club, and and managed, like I said, go to those two grand final series. So there's a lot of good memories there as well. But 
yeah, he was quite tough on people and, um, you know, you kind of knew if you weren't winning and, and playing well, something was going to be said, but that's probably the right way to do it, I guess. We've got uh, Perth coming up on Friday, DJ. It's a massive rivalry game for Adelaide, probably um, our biggest rivalry team in the league. Um, what's that mean to you, playing against them at home for your 400th? Oh, I mean, it just adds to it that they're, you know, the spot below us and the ladder and, you know, this win will separate us by two games from them, which that's a really important game for the club. And obviously Perth going over and winning in New Zealand, they're, they're slowly figuring it out. Um, you know, we've been a bit up and down, so we're kind of just looking for some consistency. So, yeah, it's just a massive game from that standpoint. And, and the fact that they're our rival as well, definitely want to beat them. It looks like you're starting to develop a, a, a good... I guess, relationship with each other in this team now. You can see it developing. The ball's moving a lot better. Um, is that the way the whole group feels or is it still does it still feel a little way off from uh, being perfect or where you want it to be? I think we've shown glimpses. Um, I think we're just trying to get that consistency. Um, you know, I think it starts with our defence. Um, you know, offensively, we're not probably the best we're just walking the ball up and, and getting through our sets where it kind of a get stops and get out and run team and we've shown when we do that we we've had a lot of success so I think it's just starting on the defensive end with the effort and the intensity and I think in the last game against Sydney we didn't really have that um and that kind of showed with the results so yeah I think we're just looking for that you know that consistency and, and hopefully we can get a bit more of that on uh, Friday. DJ, interested in getting your take on this uh, obviously since Randall uh, has left the team uh, there's been a lot of talk about uh, third import, whether to get a third import, whether just to stick with this current group. Uh, CJ's come out a couple of times, especially this week, and said uh, that he's uh, always on the look and that he does take those names to the team and that the the kind of whole team decides on the whether they're going to get that player or not. That seems a bit weird to me. I would have thought that the coach would just pick the import and bring him in and just ask if anyone has got a problem with it, but... Uh, what's your thought, A, on uh, whether you should get one and, and B, the the process? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we definitely need to get one. Um, I think it needs to be the right person. Um, I think we've shown those have to buy into the culture and, and be about the group. And, and um, I think if we can get another guard, we can play a bit of point, a bit of two, that'll, that'll help us a lot. Um, just kind of getting through our sets when we get a bit bogged down in the half court. Um but obviously, it's about finding the right guy. Like guys, have probably got jobs at the moment still, and if they don't, it's for a reason. So just trying to find, you know, that guy that comes up, and I'm sure CJ will jump at it when he gets it. Um, as far as asking us first, um, yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I think, <laughs> sure. uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll just agree with whoever he brings in. But I'm sure he'll pick the right. DJ, 400 games. Um, what does it mean to you now? And is 500 on the cards? Yeah, I mean, it, it's special. I think, you know, I consider I've still got a lot of basketball left, so I guess it's not kind of got that that end of, end of the uh, career kind of vibe to it. It just feels like a little thing to tick off along the way. So I'm hoping I can play for a lot longer. And uh, as long as I'm contributing and, and the body still feels good, I'm, I'm hoping I can go for a yeah, still a while longer, but yeah, definitely special at the same time. And yeah, I'm just hoping we can get a win for it. You've played against and with a, a heap of players, DJ. <laughs> um, who would you consider putting you on the spot here as probably your toughest opponent and um, favourite player to play with? Oh, it's, it's 
pretty tough, yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess those early years, having to guard, you know, the big, like, Rogers and Ronaldson and uh, even, like, Perry Cameron when I was, you know, a 19-year-old skinny kid was just, yeah, scary. Um, I didn't do too well against those kind of guys. So, yeah, that was always tough. And as far as who I've played with, I just played with the low-grade players over the years. Um, obviously, Creaky and... Jerome were, were pretty good. I played with Anstey and Sam McKinnon at the Tigers and, you know, people like that. So, yeah, I've been very fortunate along the way to, to learn off a lot of people and, and have some great teammates. DJ, appreciate you coming on Sports ASA. Good luck on Friday night against the Wildcats. Hope you score plenty, get plenty of boards and have a big win on your 400th. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Daniel Johnson from the Adelaide 36 is playing his 400th game. He was brought to us by Mate 5G mobile plans from just $40. 5G plans in every territory or state. Why wait? Switch to Mate. Marzi, we're almost out of time. Um, Sixers, they, they just get the job done against the Wildcats. They owe them. Big game. It's a big game, as he said. It'll separate them a little bit from the, the people under them. And, uh, and yeah, get them going in the right direction. And, yeah, really interested... Uh, hear him say that they definitely do need a uh, kind of one-two man, which is kind of the way I'm leaning at the moment. I, I think even if you ask them, Mitch and Sunday, for whatever reason, aren't playing their best basketball at the moment. Yeah. Someone to really steady that ship at the front, um, get us into what we need to get into and play alongside those guys, I think could work really well and, and put us up against those Sydneys and New Zealands really well. Need a bit of a knockdown shooter too, don't they? Just to... Like they've got plenty it of helps. shooting power, our, our three but if you've got someone to come in and just go bang. Our three-point percentage has been yes. terrible the last couple of weeks, so that would certainly help. Mate, thanks for coming in again today, and it's been great to have you here. We've got no show for the next two days because the cricket is on at Adelaide Oval, so uh, don't forget to tune into that on SEN Cricket. Uh, Jared Waitley, Adam Collins, Barat Sunder Rayson, um, I think Chad Sayers is down there as well, so... Uh, enjoy the cricket over the next couple of days and then we'll be back in Sports ASA again next week. It's been fun once again. Thanks for listening and, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. Go the Aussies.